Welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host, Melina. I hope you're having a great day. I miss talking to you guys. I know last week I pre-recorded, so I felt kind of off. And I was like, oh, next week I'm going to record on Sunday and it's all going to be back to normal. Wrong. Um, I got a text from my landlord this morning telling me that on Sunday morning they're going to come to fix some concrete outside. So that means it's going to be real loud. And I had to change my schedule up and record on a Saturday night at 9 p.m. Because where else would I be? So today I spent all day at my brother's in Orange County. And then when I got home, there was all these cars on my street. And my street is pretty quiet because it's a small street. And I realized that one of the neighbors is having a party. So I come inside, I eat my dinner. And then all of a sudden, empieza el grupo a tocar. Which the grupo is really good. But your girl needs to record. So, if you guys hear a corrido perron, I'll thank my neighbors for the free entertainment, free concert on Unbreakable Latina live streaming right now. So, last Sunday, I went to brunch with one of the girls that I connected in the beginning when I created my podcast. I don't remember exactly when we started talking, but it was a while ago. And she's been so nice and so sweet all the time. We talk here and there on Instagram and a couple weeks ago we were like hey we should meet up for brunch like we're local so we did we met up for brunch and it felt like a friendship that was meant to be and it was just so nice to connect with somebody who's on a healing journey and just I don't know we had so many similarities like soul sisters that's what we said and it just got me thinking on how nice it would be to meet you guys and just for you guys to connect with each other and make new amigas because I know it's very difficult to make friends when you're not in school anymore or you work remote and even if you don't work remote sometimes you work with people that you are not friends with so i'm thinking of doing like a networking event hopefully by the end of the year and we'll be celebrating my one year anniversary of making podcasts i can't believe it's about to be a year it feels like yesterday when i thought of starting this podcast and actually like got to starting it but time flies and this is episode 41, so I I just can't even, I can't even believe it. I am going to take a break soon because I've been working very hard, so I'm sorry that you're going to have to not listen to me for a couple weeks because I'm going to go on vacation. But the good news is that you have 40-something episodes to re-listen to, and before you know it, I'll be back making podcasts. Your girl just needs a little vacay, Okay. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably already heard this story or you skipped through it, but I'm going to tell it again. On Monday when I was at work, I was really craving like a passion tea lemonade and I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself to some Starbucks on my lunch break and I had free rewards, so why not? I usually don't go to the Starbucks by my job because I make my own coffee at home and if I do go to the Starbucks, it's like the one that's closer to my house. So I place my mobile order, I go to the Starbucks, I walk in and I don't see my drink ready so I kind of just wait by the counter and I see the guy making it and I'm just standing there. And then when he comes, walks towards me and he has like two passion tea lemonades in his hand and he goes, you're Melina, right? And I was just like yeah how did you know my name like I don't really even come here and he's like oh you just look like a Melina 
So I'm walking out and I'm like, that was so weird. Am I famous? I'm just kidding. But I walked out and I was so confused and I was like, do I really look like a Melina? Like, that's kind of odd because my name's not that common. And I'm walking to my car and then I look in the mirror when I get in. I had my name, Melina, on my necklace and I felt so dumb and I was thinking that guy is probably cracking up with his coworkers right now thinking, how dumb is this girl? Sometimes I think, does crap like this happen to people all the time or is it just me? Or I just find humor in everything because if I had a reality TV show and it captured everything that I go through on a daily basis, I'd be a little rich bitch right now. So I've been keeping a little secret from you guys and the secret is that I actually started dating again. I just haven't shared anything, but let me talk to you guys about this date I went on. So I already knew that the date was gonna not be great. I know it sounds bad, but hear me out. So this guy had been bugging to like go out with me and finally like I'm like, okay, like sure, why not? So I go and it was just how I already felt like it was gonna go. This guy was really full of himself and all he did was talk about himself. And what I realized is that the less questions you ask to someone, the more you get to know them. So I kind of just sat there and listened to him just go about like all kinds of subjects and I would just ask like little questions here and there, but not too many, like not too broad or Whatever he was telling me, I would ask a little bit about it and then just see where it went. And I learned so much about that person that I was just like, whoa. Like, I thought, here I thought, like, I already kind of knew the type of person he was. But as he talked, I was like, gross. Like, get me out of (laughs) here. It sounds so bad. But it was nice to get back out there. One thing that Angela and I have talked about, if you guys haven't heard the episodes with me and Angela, go listen to them, is that dating should be fun and you shouldn't go with the idea that this is the person I'm going to marry. Just go to date and see where things go because you never know. Like if you think about your previous relationships, like for me, all the relationships I've had have never been like, okay, this is going to be my boyfriend. They kind of just developed into that. And I think that's why it's so hard to date now because people have these certain expectations and if they don't meet those requirements, then they go to the next person. They swipe on the next app and do that. So I think in the beginning, I was a little like that. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, this guy doesn't have anything going for him or this or that. But you never know. As long as you have like a good vibe with the personality. For me, on this date, I kind of already knew that it wasn't going to go like that just because of behaviorals on social media and stuff like that. But I was proved right that my idea of how this person was was pretty on point. But my whole point is that I think I have a new view on dating. Like, um, dating with intention, obviously, but still, like, having fun and just getting to know people. What's the worst that can happen? You get murdered? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have terrible jokes today. But the worst, I mean, you could find a new restaurant or maybe you meet one of their friends and you vibe better with a friend or a cousin or they think, hey, let me hook this girl up. They'd be good for my brother, whatever. You never know what's going to happen from this date you go on. You could build a friendship or I don't know, like uh, they could get you like free golfing lessons. Quien sabe? But get out there, girlies. I was watching this TikTok the other day where this girl was talking about how she went to a store and she gave her email to the 
girl at the register for like free rewards or whatever. Because, you know, when you go to a store, they're like, hey, do you want to sign up for this? Like, what's your phone number or what's your email? And the girl said that she gave her email and then all of a sudden, like a few hours pass by and she gets an email and sa- and it says like, hey, I hope this isn't weird, but I I heard your email when you gave it to somebody at the store you were at. So I took it down and I think you're really pretty and like tried messaging her through email, which I think is crazy because los locos son los que go to your email. I can't confirm or deny that men that I have blocked on my phone have emailed me to try to get in contact with me. I'm sure you guys have had the same experience, but it's a little creepy. I was thinking about it because one time I remember going to Kaiser. I went like to urgent care because I wasn't feeling good or something and the urgent care was like really busy and they were asking me for my address and I was like why would the lady ask for my address so loud so just be careful when you give out information like that in public because you never know who's listening and what if they follow you home or something or it's someone that is out to harm you or anything so when the lady asked me for my address like I just took out my ID because I was like I don't want to say my address it's so like quiet in here and I'm gonna say it all loud and if I whisper it it's like you're wearing a mask so it's not like they could hear you so just be careful out there when you're giving personal information like I said you never know who's listening and you want to keep yourself as private as possible and another tip that i want to share with you guys is don't post when you're somewhere like i know that i post a lot of the places that i go to but it's when i have already like left hours ago because safety is important and you don't know who's watching you don't want no creepers after you so stay safe the other day my mom um asked me how to make cilantro lime rice because i make it really good because of a recipe that I found a while ago. So she's like, oh, como se hace? So I like was telling her how to make it. And then we eat it. I was like, wow, it's really good. She's like, oh, si, pues tu receta. Tu receta del internet. And she starts cracking up. And I was just like, that is so rude, first of all. So if you're listening to this, mom, that was rude. I told you I wasn't going to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> but I was just like, okay, I don't make fun of you because you learn recipes from my grandma or your mother-in-law. And then she was like, no, no, te estoy haciendo la burla. It's just like, but she like laughed. She's like, oh, tus restas el internet. <laughs> and I'm like, look, lady, just because back in the day you didn't have YouTube um, doesn't mean that you could make fun of me. Because I know if you had YouTube, you would be looking up some recipes. Because now she makes like the other day she made crepas. She made crepes and they were so good. She's like, oh, miren esta receta. I didn't make fun of her. I ate them. <laughs> but don't let your mama shame you because you learn how to cook on youtube every day i aspire to be one of those girlies that wakes up in the morning and does a get ready with me and eats breakfast at home and sits down and meditates and it's just never gonna be me like i honestly tried to do like a get ready with me to go to work video and i just gave up i'm like i'm running late i'm gonna eat my bagel in my car and I I just can't do it. I go to work at 8 in the morning, so I'm half asleep when I wake up. And I've been staying up semi-late because I used to go to bed at 9. And ever since I started the podcast, I go to bed like at 10 or 11. Like right now, it's 11 p.m. when I'm recording. So I'm probably going to go to bed till like 12. But is anyone else like that? I just can't be like the type of girl that sits down and eats. Maybe I should because it'll make me less like flustered in the morning because siempre ando llegando casi apenitas. Like I walk in my job at eight o'clock when I start and I'm just like toda agitada, like 
I don't know. It's it's chaotic. I have chaotic mornings, but it's just the type of person I am. Pero oh, no sea para otra cosa, because para el trabajo it's always like that. But if I have to go somewhere, if I have to catch a flight, oh, girl, I'm there early. Pero for work, it's like, no, it's not going to happen. So on this week's episode, I wanted to talk about money and saving and budgeting and all that fun stuff because someone asked me to talk about it. I was already thinking of doing this podcast, but I was like, you know what? Let's do it now. So I've always been really good with my money. And I think this has been because I never had anyone to fall back on. No one was going to come save me if I didn't have money for my bills. And I remember since being a kid, my mom really taught us how to budget. Like she would be like, okay, if you do your chores, te doy un dólar or whatever. So she would kind of teach us how to save up for things that we wanted. Or they'd be like, okay, if you save $5, I'll give you another five and then you could buy the toy that you want. So I think she always kind of taught us how to be like that. But as I grew older, like I started like implementing that in my life when I started working. Like I remember when I had my first job, I was a tutor for like a middle schooler. I was in high school and I was a tutor for a middle schooler. And the mom used to pay me like really good money. I forgot how much it was. I could, I think it was like 14 bucks an hour, which was a lot of money back then because it was a long time ago. And I remember that, um, I think my mom took me to get my first bank account. It was like a bank account that you could get under your parents. And I was just like, this is so cool. Like I get a debit card and it was just like a, like I would love to look at my money in my bank account, like log on to the internet and see my money and just go to the bank and deposit my checks. And when I got the job at Carl's Jr., like I was making more money because I was working more so it was just nice to see my money just like stacking up según yo estaba bien rica but I've always been very good with money and I realized that a lot of people aren't because as I grew older I would like talk to people and be like oh like I maxed out my credit card and I was like what like how do you max out a credit card like a mí me da ansiedad saber que tengo balance on my credit card So let me talk to you guys a little bit about how I manage my money. So I've always lived way below my means. Like I remember the first time when I got my car, my car was a lease and I didn't want to get a new car because I was so afraid of getting a new car. My parents had never bought a new car. All their cars were used and from people they knew. So to me, a new car was like, unattainable so when I was about to finish college I didn't have my own car because my parents couldn't afford to give me one and I didn't make enough money because the money that I did make was going to school and I would share the car with my dad so my dad worked nights and I went to school during the day so in the day when he would come home from work I would take off in the car go to college come back and then he would take off to work so that's how it worked for the five years that I was in school and finally like I was making I wasn't making decent money I was working at Wells Fargo at the time and I was just saving and saving and I told my uncle like tío like I need a car my uncle Mondo is like a father figure for me and he's always been there to help me and I appreciate him so much and he's like okay he's like just save your money I think I had gotten like a tax return and 
I was just like saving here and there wherever I could porque no tenía, no me rendía el dinero because I was in school, I was paying for my gas and food and everything. And I saved up like 3000 something, which back then was like a decent, you could get a decent car for that amount. I don't know about now. But I saved up my money and my uncle's like, okay, we'll go look at cars this weekend because I'm free. And I was like, okay. So he calls me up that morning and here I am thinking I'm going to go drive to his house. And then from there, we're going to go look at cars. And he's like, meet me at the dealership in Ontario. And I was like, okay. She's like, let's just go. Let's just get an idea of what cars are there. So I'm like, all right. So then we go, we go to Honda, we go to Toyota And then my uncle starts, like, asking about numbers, and we saw the little sign on TC, and my uncle's like, do you like this car? I'm like, yeah, it's nice. I've never been the type of girl that says, like, oh, get on Lexus, or I want a Mercedes-Benz, or something like that. Till this day, I'm still not like that. Like, literally, the only car I think about getting now is, like, a new Honda Accord, and that's like mm, maybe I'll get it but I've never been the type of girl that's very into luxurious stuff like that like I like the stuff but I don't know like I look at the price I'm like is it really worth it <laughs> that's just how my mentality has always been but my uncle and I met at the dealership and we like I said he was asking for numbers and he's like which which color do you like and I'm like well this one's kind of nice and then my uncle's um ask them like to run the numbers and they run like the what it would be if I actually bought the car but I was like deal like I can't afford this like I'm working part-time at Wells Fargo I'm still going to school like I don't even know when I'm gonna get a full-time job like I'm barely making it and I had to pay for all my bills so he's like all right well how much money do you make and I'm telling him he's like you could afford a car payment and I'm like no I can't And here I am in denial because I'm like, no, this is scary. Like, what am I going to do? Like, freaking the hell out, right? And he's, like, asking for a lease option. And, like, the buying option was way too much. It was, like, too expensive for me working a part-time. And the leasing option was, like, enough where I could afford it, pero no iba a tener dinero para nada. Like, iba a tener carro y no iba a salir a ningún lado. And I was just like, well, screw it. Like, I need a car because how am I supposed to get a new job and... You know, like, it wasn't always going to work out with me sharing a car with my dad. And I hated having to depend on that and having, like, to only use a car during a certain amount of time. So my uncle was like, you can lease it. And I was like, well, what does leasing mean? Like, I didn't even know what anything meant. Like, I wish in high school they would teach you these things, but they don't. So my uncle was like, well, if you lease a car, you know, you have to return it after a certain amount, but you can't go up the miles and you can't mess it up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is too much for me. Like, I was literally, like, scared. Like, I was like, no, like, I was sweating. My uncle's like, look, he's like, why are you going to buy a car where you're going to need, like, someone to help you fix it? And I'm not always going to be there. And your dad's not good with fixing cars. And you're a young lady and I don't want you to get stuck somewhere and you need a new car. And then I was like, well, I only have $3,000. Like, how's that going to work out? And then, like, my uncle worked out something. And, like, he gave me, like, a thousand. I, honestly, I don't remember how much money he gave me. But I think it was more than a thousand. So, shout out to my Uncle Mondo. Like, honestly, like, without him, I wouldn't be here today. And I'll post a picture of how nervous I look when I got my car. So, it was literally, like, a gift to myself when I finished college. My little carrito is about to be 10 years old. And I love my car. But I remember that when I got my car, she, he's like, all right, well, 
it's yours now and i'm like what like this car is mine he's like you're gonna have to like stay on top of the miles i'm gonna create an excel sheet for you so that way you know that you shouldn't drive so far because you had to stay up like if you return the car you have to it's like leasing an apartment it's not gonna be yours so i was like oh my god like this new 2013 Scion CC is gonna be mine like no no way like i go from driving a little bucket to like driving this car and i honestly like i remember he told me like call your dad so you can come pick up his car so i called my dad and i'm like hey dad can you pick up my car he's like, oh you got a car i was like yeah he's like how much was it like and mind you my dad wasn't paying for shit so i was like oh my tío helped me get a new car so my dad was so pissed off at me he's like como te pones hacer eso and like this moment that was so proud for me like that i got a new car and i never in a million years thought that i was ever gonna drive a new car was ruined because he was like scolding me over the phone and i remember like my i got like really teary-eyed and my uncle's like what's wrong and i was like my dad's not happy for me oh my god here i go crying again you guys miss me crying huh <laughs> so he's like don't worry about whatever he has to say me how like this is your car like you work hard for it like you deserve it it was your gift to yourself and i'm so proud of you and all this stuff so my dad picks up my car and he's still talking shit my i mean his car and i'm driving home I didn't even want to drive fast. Like, I wanted to drive in the street. And I needed a little bump. I was, like, so scared. But um, I love my car. I leased it for three years. And it was the best decision I ever made. And I want to thank my uncle for that. Because without him, I would have never done that. So once the lease was up, I was like, I'm getting a new car. And my uncle was like, you should just keep it because it's cheaper if you just buy this one. Pero no, la nena ya se creía. And I was making more money. So I was like, no, I want a new Camry. Like, what, 20, 13, 14, 2016. And my uncle was like, okay, we'll go look at the numbers. And of course, they didn't want to give us much for the scion they wanted like to charge us because i went over the miles a little bit and just you know wear and tear and they were trying to like lowball us and my uncle was like if you don't want this car i'm gonna find someone to sell it to because it's such a good deal you've taken really good care of it and he just kept talking to me and talking me out of getting a new car and finally like i gave in after my berrinche and my uncle was like we'll go to the credit union you'll get your loan and it was so much cheaper and oh my god guys like my car payment was only like two something after when i purchased it and i was like this is the cheapest car payment it was even cheaper than when i was leasing it so it all worked out i'm so glad he talked me out of it i build really good credit because of my car my leasing and now paying off my car i paid off my car way sooner than i needed to but i just wanted to free up my money so i share this story with you because i know that sometimes it feels like you're never gonna be able to get a new car or experience you know traveling and stuff but anybody can do it if i did it with a short budget and like feeling like I wasn't going to be able to do it anybody can do it and you just have to really be smart with your money so let me share with you guys like how I budget my money I've always like I said lived below my means so I never overspend look if it comes to clothes it's hard for me to spend money on clothes 
Like, I literally will have to love something in order to spend a lot of money on it. Because since I started thrift shopping, which has saved me so much money, you guys, if you haven't done thrifting, I know some people are like, oh, thrifting's disgusting. <sighs> You're sleeping on it. Because I get a lot of my clothes, like you guys, I was like, oh, where'd you get this? It's thrifted. Most of my work clothes thrifted. A lot of my blazers thrifted. I won't thrift shoes because I think shoes are kind of gross. <laughs> but clothing, always thrifting. I'm actually wearing a dress right now that's thrifted. I got it for $2. So if you want to save money, it is possible. Sometimes it's not worth to spend money on clothing that's expensive. Do I like expensive stuff? Yes, I have a champagne taste on a beer budget. I do. But I'm the type that will go to the store, like today, I went to the store and I really wanted to buy these shoes and I looked at them and I was like, nope, like you don't need them, you have enough shoes, like put some shoes on offer up. So a couple of tips on saving is that you should resell your stuff. If you have like a jacket you don't like, put it on Poshmark. I don't know if I shared this with you guys, I'm pretty sure I have. I used to go thrifting and make money flipping the clothes for more money so i would find like lululemon leggings and they were in great condition put them on poshmark i would get them for two dollars flip them for thirty dollars it's insane how much money there is to be made so one way to save money is to go thrifting for your clothes or even make a business out of thrifting if you see something that you're like i know this is money like, I started doing that, and I don't know too many things about brands till now, because back then, my parents, like I said, was very, like, frugal with their money, and we didn't have a lot, so we would always shop, like, very, very, like, cheap clothing. I've just been raised like that. I never, I like, like I said, I love nice things. Like, my store is Zara, but it's within my means. It's within the stuff that I could afford. I'm not gonna go buy a Chanel bag right now. Can I afford it? Yes. Do I want one? Yes. Should I buy it? Probably not the smartest financial decision. So you have to pick and choose what you want to spend your money on. I always like walk away. Like I'll go to the store like today. I went to a sporting store and I saw this really nice Under Armour sweatshirt. And I told my brother, wow, I like that sweatshirt. And I looked at it and it was $60. I'm like, damn, it's ugly. Like, that's just my thing. But I've always been a saver because I like to spend my money on experiences. I will definitely, you guys see me, I like traveling. I like trying new restaurants. So I don't mind spending money on food if I know it's guaranteed to be good, which is like, 80% of the time, it's good. There's the 20% chance that it might not be good, but I'm a big Yelper, so I Yelp and I make sure that I get recommendations and I Google places. So for me, experiences is all what it's about. Um, when I came out of college, I went on that Spain trip where I met Angela. Did I have the money to do it? Mm, not really, because I could have saved that money for something else. But I was like, no one's ever going to give me this time back. And I've been wanting to do this for myself. I have the money. I'm going to do it. So I got on this like payment plan and I did it. And I was able to travel. So it's not all about just save, 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 but just make better choices so you can experience things. I also really 
urge you to look at your bank accounts because from working at the bank, I know that a lot of banks will charge you money for having a checking account or a savings account. You shouldn't be getting charged a monthly fee. And if you are getting charged a monthly fee, you need to ask your bank how you can get a free checking account. So when I had my account with Wells Fargo, you had to have like three products or a minimum balance of this amount. So if you don't have the minimum balance, sometimes the bank is charging you like five, ten dollars a month. So make sure you know where your money is going to. Always look at your accounts and check to see if Netflix that you canceled two months ago is not charging you still. I haven't really been able to watch TV in the last year that I've had this podcast. So I canceled my Netflix account and I am leeching off my brother's Hulu account and I have no shame in my game because like in reality, if I could tell you guys how much I watch TV, I probably watch like 30 minutes a week of TV. I don't really watch TV. So me spending money like $10 a month on Netflix is something that I shouldn't be spending on like because I don't watch it. So just keep be mindful of what reoccurring like charges you have in your account because if you lose track of that, a veces it adds up. So that's one important thing. So keep looking at your bank account. Stay on top of it. I'm very like checking my bank account is like checking my email. And sometimes I don't check it for a while because I know that I've been putting everything on my credit card. So that's another thing use your credit card for most of your expenses. It blows my mind how people do not use their credit cards. Like credit cards have so many benefits. They have insurances that you don't even know about. So make sure you research the credit card that you're getting or that you actually have. And also they have rewards points. Like I have my cell phone bill is paid by my credit card because you know why? One time my cell phone got messed up and my credit card company covered a new cell phone. Yeah, they have that insurance too. So I don't get insurance with T-Mobile. I get insurance through the credit card that I pay my bill with. And I use my credit cards for everything. I only use my debit card when I need to because it's scary to like swipe your debit card everywhere. For me, I've gotten like people do fraud on my account. So it's harder to get to your money with a credit card because your credit card is protected and you could, you know, do fraud. Now, if you could do that with a debit card too, but it's going to take longer and they took your money. At least with a credit card, it's just credit. And usually it fixes way faster than a debit card for some reason. Almost all my expenses, anytime I buy something, it's on credit. And it's not because I don't have the money. It's because I think like, hey, I'm going to get rewards points or travel points. And there's so many cards with a lot of benefits. Um, I don't want to recommend any because I'm not an expert, but just look into it. Be aware of the benefits that there is with different credit cards. And I always pay my balance in full. I don't let it like keep sitting there. And I just keep paying my balance off, paying my balance off. And getting rewards points. And then I use my rewards points to buy flights or book hotels. So if you're looking to travel more and you're like, how do these people do it? It's because you have to be smart with your money and get a credit card that gives you points. And that way the flight's already paid for and you just 
gotta worry about the money you spend there and maybe a hotel or maybe the hotel gets paid for too. You never know. Another tip is if you have a card that you're just paying the minimum balance and it just doesn't seem like it's going down because all you're doing is paying interest, look into getting another credit card that has a 0% interest and a zero uh, dollar balance transfer. So I gave this tip to a friend of mine who had a credit card that she was just paying the bare minimum and I was just like, you realize you're just paying interest? And she's like, yeah, I know, but I just can't pay anymore. And I was like, why don't you look for a credit card that has a 0% interest for like a certain amount of months and they also offer a free balance transfer. So you could transfer your balance from another credit card to this new card with 0% interest and then just pay it off because it's easier that way and once she did that she's like oh my god thank you so much for the suggestion like you've saved me so much money like I said I'm not no expert but I know a little thing or two I also um listened to this podcast the other day I forgot what it's called but they said that interest rates are negotiable so you could go negotiate with the credit card like whatever the website's telling you you could call the credit card and be like hey I want a lower percent interest rate and you can do that another tip for saving money is for me I have one, two, three, four, four bank accounts. I have four bank accounts at different banks. I have one with Chase, Wells Fargo. I have a credit union. And then I also have Ally Bank, which is like an online bank. And I have set up my paycheck direct deposit to deposit different amounts to different banks. So I have like my main bank where like my bills come out of. And then I have a savings that I rarely touch, like very rarely. And then I have a little savings here and then I send some money there. So I have little bank accounts everywhere at different banks. And it makes it so easy because sometimes there's not like a Wells Fargo around. So I'll transfer money to Chase or there's not a Chase around and I'll transfer money to Wells Fargo. So having different bank accounts is not bad. Just make sure that you're on top of like getting the free accounts and how you get a free account. Make sure you look at your bank statements and that you're not getting charged that monthly fee because that's money that could be yours. And if you were charged that fee, some banks will reverse that fee be like, hey, I didn't know I was getting charged for this. How do I get a free account? And can I get that money back? Because ese money, te lo deben. You should save money from the money you earn and try to make money, little side hustles, sell stuff, research items that you want to buy so you could buy them at a cheaper place always be aware of where your money is going i like the ali bank account that i have because you can create like buckets for your account and be like okay a thousand dollars of this account is going towards traveling two hundred dollars is going towards emergency fund so it you have to really find what bank works for you ali is really good i really like them because i'm saving right there for a home and for a house for a home and a house for a home and a car <laughs> I'm tired guys. Make sure that you have an emergency savings fund like just in case anything goes wrong with your job. Your bills are covered for like the next two to three months. That's important. Make sure you ask about 401ks, 457s, retirement plans at your job because those sometimes your employer will match you and give you some free money while you're putting money for your retirement. I know a lot of people like nowadays they don't think about that, but I do have accounts like that and they grow. Little by little, I'm like, whoa, the other day I logged into one of my accounts and I was like, damn, poquito a poquito se ha hecho dinerito. Hey, that rhymes. 
I hope I don't get canceled for this one, but make your coffee at home. <laughs> I know that it brings you joy to get the Starbucks coffee, but a veces no sale bueno. And I had to learn that the hard way. One day I was adding up how much money I was spending on coffee. I wasn't even going to Starbucks, okay? I was going to a local coffee shop that's not as pricey as Starbucks. And it was getting real expensive. Think about it. In one week, if you buy a coffee every day, if you're bougie like I am, they're usually like five, six dollars. So six times five, that's thirty dollars. With thirty dollars, I could buy a box of coffee at Costco and that will last me like two or three months. I'm not even joking because I don't drink coffee every day. No, I do. Like when I go to work Monday through Friday for sure. Weekends, I try to ease off on it, but a veces I drink seven days a week and I don't care. I have no shame in my game, but I have saved so much money and I found the creamer that I love. And now when I go get coffee somewhere else, if it disappoints me, I'm like, damn, I should have just made it at home. So it saves you a lot of money in the long run. Like I got the Keurig for Christmas and I only treat myself ever so often to a coffee. And it's usually because I have a gift card or convenience or I run out of creamer. I also don't go out to eat lunch. A lot of my coworkers go out to eat lunch every day. I can't do that because, first of all, I'll get tired of it. And second of all, like, sale caro. Every time I go out for lunch, it's at least, like, $12 to $15 or more. And I just can't see myself spending that amount of money. And my coworkers are like, why don't you ever want to go to lunch? It's because I like to go out on the weekends and I like to travel. So I like to spend my money on other things. And I don't have double income. A lot of them are married. So it's just me, myself, and I supporting myself. So maybe if I had double income, it'd be different. But I don't think it would anyways. So I always make sure that I make dinner. I go poquito más para lunch. So I could have leftovers and that's how I am like Monday to Thursday. Yeah, here and there I slip up and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to go out to eat. But for the most part, I'm really good about not spending money during the weekdays. But oh, el weekend, I go ham jamón. <laughs> no, but there's a balance. You know, there has to be a balance. Tampoco, I don't deprive myself of things. Cuando se me antoja algo, I'll go get it. But I make sure that my bills are paid and I have extra money and I'm always saving money. Another savings tip that I have for you guys is if you have a gym membership and you also have health insurance. And I think Blue Shield and Kaiser does this. So for Ka I have Kaiser. And with Kaiser, you get this um, gym membership. It's called Active and Fit Direct. And with that gym membership, you pay $25 a month. So they have like when you initially sign up, it's like a 25 enrollment first and last. So you ended up paying like $75 for this membership and you can go to any gym under that network and have a membership there. So right now with that membership, I have Fitness 19, LA Fitness, Anytime Fitness, Planet Fitness, Choose, and a few others, but just paying $25 to have all those gym memberships, which is much cheaper than just having a membership at one place like LA Fitness. So look into your health insurance, see what gym memberships they have, because I'm saving so much money. I used to pay so much for the gym. So the biggest thing that helped me like figure out where my money was going was like writing down 
my bills and seeing how much money I get paid. Like I printed out my paycheck and I saw where my money was going and I realized like, whoa, like I should be saving a lot more money because where is my money going? Because I was spending it and I've been good with money, but I was still spending and I could save a little more. So if you want like to see where your money is going, you could go on like make a spreadsheet or do the old school way. I like the old school way better because I like to write stuff down. So I put down like how much is my paycheck? How much do I get paid per month? And then I see, okay, what bills do I pay? And you write them down, your rent, your bills, utilities, whatever. And then you see like how much money you should have left over after groceries and gas and all that. And then you realize like, whoa, like I need to save a little more money or I can afford to take more vacations. A lot of people always tell me like, how do you go everywhere? Like you're always everywhere. Like a lot of my coworkers always say that. But again, I live below my means. I haven't gotten a new car, although I really want one. I haven't gotten it because my car is still good. It still takes me to work. It takes me to the places that I want to go. And I'm able to afford going on these trips because I don't have an expensive rent. Like, I pay rent, but it's something I can afford and still gives me extra money. So, if you're looking to cut down your expenses too, I suggest that you contact, like, the companies, like, the internet company or your cell phone company. I've called and threatened to, like, cancel and then they're, like, offering me, like, hey, we'll give you a deal for three months. And you just keep doing that. I always do that. I'll call and be like, I want to cancel my service because I'm going to look for a cheaper place. And just be careful because sometimes like you'll call the wrong person and be like, all right, we'll cancel it. So make sure that you kind of like talk to them and be like, hey, I'm thinking of switching like companies. Like, do you guys have any other deals? And for the companies, it's easier to keep a customer than to gain one. So they're going to offer you something cheaper or like some sort of deal. I always do that and it always works. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I know it was like all over the place, but I kind of just wanted to share what I do to save money and where I could cut my expenses. And maybe you learned something new today and you could implement that in your life to save you a little dinerito para que te vayas a perrear and go to that Bad Bunny concert that you've been wanting to go to. I hope you have an amazing week. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unbreakable Latina. Subscribe on YouTube and follow me on Twitter at Latina Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye! Thank you.